Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. This weekend, we are going to observe the holidays of Shemini Atzeret and Simchat Torah. Shemini Atzeret is a very strange holiday. It is translated as the eighth day of stopping, the eighth day of gathering, perhaps you might say. According to the Torah, the holiday of Sukkot, which will end on Friday evening, goes for seven days. But the eighth day was considered to be an additional day tacked on, and the idea of the rabbis was you can't leave the festival of Sukkot without having some kind of a concluding ceremony. And the concluding ceremony is Shemini Atzeret, the eighth day of gathering or the eighth day of stopping. Now, outside of the land of Israel, traditional Jews always add an additional day to the, every festival, so we add a ninth day. And instead of calling it uh, Tishi Atzeret, the ninth day of, of gathering, instead it has another name, Simchat Torah, the day on which we begin, in which we end, and then begin again the reading of the Torah. In Israel, congregations will observe Shemini Atzeret and Simchat Torah on the same day, doing all of the rituals relating to Shemini Atzeret, including the Yizkor, the memorial service, and all the rituals of Simchat Torah, including the processions and dancing with the Torah on the same day. It's a rather long service, as you could imagine. But outside of Israel, traditional communities uh, will have one day as Shemini Atzeret and one day as Simchat Torah. One way or the other, these holidays end the cycle of holidays during the month of Tishrei, the month of the first month of the year. And it's been a long journey. Two days of Rosh Hashanah, a long fast day of Yom Kippur, two days of Sukkot as, as hol full holidays, the days in between as Cholam Oed, and then two days of Shemini Atzeret and Simchat Torah. And I think by the end of it, most people, no matter how much you enjoy the holidays, are grateful to get back to having a full week of being able to have a normal cycle of time, six days and then Shabbat. This year, it might not have been quite as noticeable because all of the holidays came over the weekend, except for Yom Kippur, which started on Sunday and night and then went to Monday. But the other full holidays all happened over weekends, and maybe that doesn't make as much of an impact. But certainly, when they come during the week, as they often do, obviously, uh, it's very hard to get yourself into any kind of rhythm of normal life over the holidays. So, much as we enjoy holidays, it's good to get back to the regular cycle of time. I want to take a moment to give you something to think about based upon one of the Haftarah readings, the reading from the prophets on the holidays of Shemini Atzeret and Simchat Torah, specifically the reading for Simchat Torah morning. It's customary, as I've talked about here, and I want to talk about quite a bit over the course of this year because I want to focus some of my episodes of the podcast on the Haftarah reading for the week but it is customary to read a reading from the prophets, the second of the three sections of the Bible from in the synagogue from the Bema to chant that section as part of the service following the Torah reading. Most of you, I'm sure, are familiar with the fact that Bar and Bat Mitzvah, uh, uh, young people will read 
will chant from the Haftarah. It's traditional that that gets assigned to bar and bat mitzvah uh, celebrations. But I want to focus on one particular reading this week, and that's the reading from Simchat Torah. The reading from the Haftarah for Simchat Torah, the reading from the prophets, is from the very beginning of the book of Joshua. Let me just say quickly that these readings were, des were designated two millennia ago for the, for, for the sake of argument during the time of the, rabbin the rabbinic period where uh, uh, different, with specific readings were assigned to specific Shabbatot based upon the connection with the Torah reading in terms of thematically or based upon the holiday being observed or based upon uh, the time of year. On Simchat Torah, we read as the Haftarah reading, the beginning of the book of Joshua. Now on one hand, it's very simple to figure out why. Namely, we begin the Torah reading on, uh, on Simchat Torah morning by reading from the book of Breshit, the story of creation. Therefore, why not read the beginning of the prophets by starting with Joshua? Chapter 1 of Breshit of Genesis, chapter 1 of Joshua makes perfect sense. But I think that there's another reason we read from Joshua, and it has to do with another aspect of Simchat Torah, which is not the beginning of the Torah, but reading from the end of the Torah. On Simchat Torah morning, the first Torah we take out, we read from the end of the Torah, and then we take out this, and then the second Torah we've taken out, we read from the beginning of the Torah. Focus for a moment on reading from the end of the Torah, and think about what it means to then turn the page, so to speak, to the next section of the Bible. And that's where we find the first chapter of the book of Joshua. I think it's very easy to say, as I said before, that the reading from the book of Joshua connects with the reading from the book of Genesis. They're both the first. But I think there's another message here. And I think the message is that when we reach the end of the book of reading of the Torah, we naturally go back to the beginning to emphasize the importance of the cycle of the reading of the Torah. But that's not enough. It's not enough to go back to what we've read before. We have to move forward in time as well. And therefore, if you can imagine this figuratively, we put one foot back into the cycle of repeating the Torah, and with the other foot, we move forward in time to Joshua. And the message is this. It's not enough just to go back to the cycles that we're all used to. Every time we read the Torah, we have to think of new ideas that we didn't think of last year. And in our lives in general, Every time we go through the cycle, to every time we go around the sun, as people like to say now, we should be moving forward in some way as well. It's not enough to just go back to the cycle we're comfortable with. We need to prog progress in our lives as well. Think about it. We just went through all this period of tshuva, of repentance, of self-evaluation, of making commitments, of making promises. If all we do is think about going back to the way it used to be, then we're undermining any progress we might have made. I think the rabbis are sending us a message by choosing this reading from the book of Joshua, which is, sure, go back to what's comforting, but you have to move forward as well.
that life is a combination of returning to that which is comfortable and moving forward to new areas, whatever that might be, new plans, new ideas, new commitments, both are part of our lives. So as we end this holiday season and get back to quote normal, shake things up a little bit, do some things that are different, Consider how you can, in fact, move beyond just the same repetitive cycle of last year. And as you go through the year and embrace the security, the cycles of time are for us. Don't get too connected with that security that you don't feel comfortable stepping out of it and moving yourself forwards. Until next time, thank you.